the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. That's right, folks. Those are the flies. The Lord of the Flies. We are living now in the Lord of the Flies time frame. Look what's going on out here. This is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, and we're going to talk about what's happened this last week. The, the degradation of the rule of law. We have seen things go sideways, so not sideways, straight down so quickly. So many government officials who have sworn to protect and defend the Constitution and your ability to live your lives, totally caving, submitting, bending the knee to the worst people in the world, to a gang of terrorists. You know, take a look at Seattle, Washington. Uh, at the time of this recording, there are seven blocks that have been taken out as a American knows, no-go zone. You're not allowed to go into that area unless they deem it proper. They deem it okay. We have a right to private property in this country. They just stole seven acres or so, or seven blocks anyway, of high-end private property. What about the people who live in those buildings or work in those buildings that are now surrounded by these Antifa terrorists that absolutely need to be dealt with? It's Lord of the Flies up there. This is Philip Naiman. Check us out at FiringLineRadio.com. I have the conch, so you have to listen to me for the rest of this show. Uh, joining me on this show, I have Rick Travis, Director of Development of the California Rifle and Pistol Association, CRPA.org. You need to be a member there. I also have Vince Torres. Vince Torres, owner of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, corner of Arlington and Brockton. You need to head over there also. That's where you should be buying all your stuff. Folks, we are, we are in a new phase. I just don't understand how, how we've been allowed or how we have allowed this to happen, that the good people aren't rioting in the streets and throwing these nasty bums out. How seven blocks of a major beautiful American city are taken over by terrorists and we're still worried about wearing a mask. Uh, Rick, you want to give me a quick comment on that? Yeah, I think a lot of this comes down to people have not stood up when they should have been staying up for a long time. We talk about that all the time on the program here in California, just getting gun owners to go out and vote. And we're seeing the result of our inaction across the board, especially if you look to, Places like Northern California in the Bay Area, I could compare county versus county. Those who have had the same um, lack of leadership, lack of focus that Seattle has had, have had similar issues happen. And this is a point where there's no respect for the law and no respect for the office of the presidency or any other office 
And so now we basically created a breeding ground for anarchy. You know, I think I've been looking at this for a while now. We've looked at the sociological changes of young Americans. And we've had two generations now that have been told like the Jack Handy model, you know, you're good enough, you're smart enough, doggone it, people like you, you're a winner no matter what you do. And well, it's not true. You have two generations of people that have gone through school that have probably never been in a real fist fight. They've never been punched in the nose to know what their limitations are. The schools did not stand up and say, no, you can't do this. The Courts did not stand up and say, no, you can't do this. Crime in California with AB 109 and and 47 and whatever else they've done has been so reduced that you can basically, crime is free. You can do whatever you want and not go to jail. We had a guy in, in Glendora commit three felonies in one day and he got a citation. I mean, they're searching for boundaries. They haven't found them. And now they can riot, burn a city and have no, still not have any repercussions. So what's next? Well, we'll just take over a city and still no repercussions. So they're searching for a boundary. It's like they're, they're bullies, they're thugs because they've never had their nose punched. And, and these are, are some of the worst people out there. They're screaming, um, you know, these, they call them Karens, you know, (laughs) these angry white ladies that have no, um, no life experience of anything difficult, just screaming their rage and, uh, you know, about black oppression. And I'm just not quite sure how they, how they got there. You know, I, I watch people like Denzel Washington, who's been talking for years about what to do in this situation, how to take care of, of the, these things. And he's totally pushed aside and this rage, or I should say this riot mentality, it's criminal activity. It's riot mentality, a free pair of sneakers, not free stealing sneakers and burning down a store does not give justice to this guy. Um, that was killed in Minneapolis, you know, and, and, um, it just, it's amazing to me that these people are allowed to just go and never have any consequences applied to them well um that's why our, that's why our industry has gone bananas and we can't find firearms to sell because people are arming themselves and it's not a good thing it's a good thing but it's not a good thing um i would say 65 percent of the people who have been buying firearms for the last month and a half if not longer are first-time buyers who are buying a firearm because they are saying that the government cannot protect them anymore. And those people have no training whatsoever on firearm, and I'm hoping that they do uh, take some training. Um, But I understand where they're coming from. Um, We all hear... I'm sorry. I think it's been a bitter realization for these people that yes. they can't call 911 because, mm-hmm. well, you know, nobody's coming. Right. So they're taking uh, the law, you know, look to themselves. And I don't think it's going to have a good outcome. I, I totally understand what they're doing. We all have firearms. We all have firearms for two reasons. Uh, you know, for protection, of course, and also for recreation. We, you like hunting, I like shooting trap, like shooting my gun. So we use it for both. But these people who are buying the gun are only buying it for one purpose only, and that's to protect themselves and their family. 
and uh, a lot of, you know, single women, uh, older people and, uh, and that kind of stuff. And, and just in general, just everybody's buying firearms for protection. And uh, uh, I hope they don't have to use it. But if they keep, if we keep having this lawless uh, life now, the new, and I hate this new word, the new norm. What the hell is that anyway, the new norm? Uh, it's not going to have a good but that, What that means, the new norm, it means that we have no standards. Anything goes. We should just suck it up and accept this. You know, instead of saying, no, this is wrong, we need to hammer it flat and not let Antifa burn down, you know, these these foreign groups that have funded, and I consider George Soros a foreign group, that have funded these people to continue this anarchy and this destruction. These are not these are not college kids that have just said, wow, this is bad. We should do something about it. This is a group of terrorists that have taken over a major American city, destroyed who knows how many million dollars in, in uh property killed a lot of black people uh, while they're at it. I mean, this is ridiculous that this would be pantied around in any kind of a uh, fashion, giving them any kind of quarter. They should be hammered flat, hunted down, hammered flat, hog tied, thrown in the back of the van. And then I don't care if they land in Guantanamo because they are terrorists and that's probably where they should go. Hey Vince, you like Cuba. I think we should send them to Cuba. What do you think? <laughs> Yeah, we should. But you know what? You send them to Cuba and they try to do that kind of crap over there and they'll hang them in the nearest tree because they don't take that kind of stuff. Uh, well, they don't. But I'm just thinking we'll send them to Cuba just in Guantanamo. Oh, you Guantanamo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, I bet you, I'll bet you 15 minutes in a, in a Guantanamo cell, they'll be ratting out how they got funded, who gave them all the money, whether it was the Clinton Foundation, which I've heard on the news, or, or Soros' organization, whoever is backing these people. They'll rat them out because they don't like pain. They are, they are bullies who have never had anybody stand up to them before. And they're running with it because there's been no opposition, but they need to run around the corner and straight into a two by four uh, across the top side of them uh, because they've got to be brought to justice. They have got to be stopped. Um, you know, I love the little city of Ukaipa here. They, they got all crazy and just a bunch of drunk guys went down there and said, Hey, this looks like a regular Saturday night for us. <laughs> Handle that situation. Um, you know, it's, that's what, that's what that guy in Ukaipa who wanted to burn stuff down. That's what he needed. He needed a, correcting activity and he got one and uh, nothing got burned and you know other than his pride and his shoe nothing was lost um well we're going to go through about what's going on now in sacramento because this, these are things we've seen everybody's again if it's not covid it's the riots on television it's you know george floyd or whatever else is going on out there we're being pushed this narrative and pushed this narrative and you need to fight back against that get your own news figure out what's going on protect your families make sure that you have everything power lights food that you can go if they do decide to shut things down you know if you're a prepper uh this is your time to shine so we need to make sure that we have what we need to take care of our families. And if you don't have it yet, go see Vince. He's got something for you. Anyway, folks, we'll be right back after this. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This 
is my boomstick. That's right, folks. That's my boomstick. Mine. Where's yours? You don't have one? Look, if you're not armed for protection or recreation at this point in time, well, you may have missed the bus. But every day you need to check out over at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo because they're getting new deliveries at all times. So we're not sure what's going to come in, but something will be coming in. So folks, check them out. Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, 823-0211-951 area code, bullseyesport.com. You need to check out what's there, get yourself armed for protection and recreation, and then get yourself trained. So there's a schedule of classes there. Check that, check it out with Vince, 951-823-0211. Don't miss this boat. You need to get out there. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at firinglineradio.com. You're going to have all of our podcasts there. We'd love to have you catch up on past shows and stay current. You, you can subscribe for free. Now, on this special show, the Lord of the Flies edition, because that's what we're witnessing in Seattle and Chicago and Minneapolis and Los Angeles and so many other cities, far more than just the usual uh, homeless stuff on the streets, the true Lord of the Flies uh, bully actions. And, you know, this is, (laughs) there they are again. This hasn't snuck up on us. It shouldn't have snuck up on us, I should say. So, Rick, you wanted to comment a few things about that. Yeah, I mean, I think right now, Californians and the rest of the nation are starting to realize we've lived under this lie that we could substitute common sense. You know, I'm talking about everything from, you know, people realize, oh, a pantry is actually supposed to store food. My pantry isn't the local grocery store at Costco because that didn't work. People like, oh, we need to have firearms because, wow, we really don't have that many, you know, law enforcement officers, firemen, paramedics, you know. I was a career paramedic, and I always knew if we had a major disaster, there was never enough paramedics if everybody was on the street to handle it. There's just simply not enough. And so now people are starting to realize, wow, I need to have, you know, go down to Vince's store and get a a firearm. And, of course, there's all the safety issues because we're impaired on our ability to train, you know, large classes and to keep up with this demand of, you know, over a million and a half new gun owners in California and well over 60 to 70%, depending on who you're talking to, are first-time buyers. But it's also this reality that, you know, people like George Soros, and you were coming in the last segment, the younger generations, but the thing that really is scary is it's the senior citizens that went to that conference that Soros put back in 2019 uh, down in Carmel by the sea and, you know, locked them down and had a couple of thousand people on how to do crap like this that we're facing. And this is why it's just not the kids. There are people with money who are retired, who have nothing else to do with their life, and for whatever reasons are disgruntled with the system, and they're helping to funnel and pushing it. And, you know, there's been too many pictures of three generations out there doing this, and the left is completely inept in establishing any sense of law and justice in this. You know, and I'm a guy. Any sense of justice. I would say any sense of justice. They they can throw out the laws, but none of them are just. Well, and and I'll make a comment on that. You know, something I talk about all the time about the things that go on in our community with firearms laws. There's a difference between some policy wonk throwing out a, a concept that doesn't make it a law, even if a governor as inept as our current one is that signs it because it ends up in the court. The only reason you can take a bill that they signed in the law to court is if it in fact violates the Constitution, which well over 90% of the ones that come down 
on our side of the Second Amendment do violate the Constitution. And that's why organizations like ours spend years in court fighting them. The thing about it is, is that, you know, those politicians don't care. They'll just keep doing it because they're trying to drain us. And this is this apex that we've gotten to. They can write a bill every day. All it costs, it doesn't cost them anything. We're actually paying for the ink and the paper. And so they can they can write a bill every day that it costs ten million dollars to fight. So they know they're draining us our, our energy, our time, and our money. And this is this has been allowed because we have the wrong people in our legislature. You know, and a point a point I want to make on that too is you know often we get really hurt over what's happening against the Second Amendment, and that's important. And I wish that motivated more people. And we talk about that. But I want to let your listeners know something that we got to watch this week that was absolutely shocking, terrifying, and never made it in the mainstream media. And that is, we have Sacramento, where normally lobbyists, which they get a bad name, but those are the people that actually stop and talk to senators and assembly people and their staff before they vote and do some of these silly things and often stop stupid ideas from ever making it to the floor. They've been banned. They've been given the scarlet letter of COVID. Because, oh, you might infect us. So they have been totally banned from the Capitol since it reopened. Homeless person can walk in, send the gallery, but a lobbyist cannot. They have been held out. So literally every Californian's lost their voice to communicate directly with their member. But here's the scary part. As we're watching these committees that normally have 25, 30, 40 people and then the entire assembly or Senate votes, they've had five, five people that have sat in a room and on Tuesday, of last week, we watched over 500 bills get moved in eight hours. There is no way. A lot of those bills are several hundred pages long, and they're just passing them through, just rubber stamping it. This is the complete dissolution of representative government. This is what some colonial people in the 1700s went to war with, their big government called England, and formed this country. And this is exactly, we're seeing a modernized version of it happening up in our own state capital. So there's a couple of bills that they push through. You want to touch on those? Uh, I'd like to do more and touch on them, but I'll be polite. Um, yeah, so uh, a couple of the bills, one that you know affects people like Vince who are out there doing the Lord's work, making sure people get their firearms, their training, and, and get some knowledge, uh, is being hampered by a new bill called Assembly Bill 2362. It is put out by Assemblyman Maritoshi, who uh, hates everything that we stand for. And what's designed to do is basically make it so egregious that people like Vince won't want to stay in business. It sets up so DOJ can say, no, we don't like the way this form. And, and Vince could probably tell you of, of, of cases, examples of this, because I hear it all the time. We don't like the way this form or this piece of paperwork was done. That's an automatic $1,000 violation. Oh, and then if they don't correct it within the time frame that DOJ decides, which they never had to put in this bill, what that time frame is. So it could be five minutes, it could be five days, five months, we don't know. But it's $3,000 per each of those paperwork violations. And so this is just an, uh, another way for them to apply pressure to push FFLs out of business. So well, you know what? what? Um, <laughs> I'm uh, tomorrow, I mean, uh, uh, I'll be turning 60 in a few days here. Uh, and that means I got about five years left. I just hope that I can last at least that long 
with my industry in California. I've been at it for 35 years and I've seen it go down the tubes and it's slowly been going down the tube, but it has never gone this fast in such a short this time. Is, this is the are- swirly ride. This is the swirly ride through the J trap. That's, yes. that's where we're at. And, you know, uh, I've been fighting and you keep fighting, you keep fighting, but it gets to the point that, you know, I hate saying this. You throw in the towel and say, I said, I'm done. How much longer can you fight? And what, you're going to fight to your 90 if you last that long or 80? Because this is a, a fight in California. I'm talking about California. That's where I'm at. I hope that nobody else throws in the towel in the rest of the country. But it gets to the point that how do you fight these people? Honestly, Rick, you, you know, you're fighting the whole time. But it gets to the point that if, if you go, if, if they don't let you in the in the room, then you, you have no fight. It's like right. going to, it's like a boxer. And you're not you want you're the, you're the other boxer, and there's only one guy in the ring. You're the one outside; they don't let you in. Guess what? You fought for the fight. You're done. The, the right. other guys are with. That's what Sacramento is. They're, they're I think it's more like they actually take your your arms and duct tape them to your sides, and then you're in the ring. Yeah, you know, and, and like like you were saying, yes, sixty percent. I would say almost eighty percent of the last people who be coming to my store in the last two weeks. Actually, since this writing started, are first-time buyers, and you get to talk to them, and they're like, "Really? I need to do this. I need to do that. Why do I have to wait ten days? Why can't I get my gun right now?" And I go, "Actually, it's not ten days. It's twelve, fourteen, or sixteen days because they're running behind, and uh, and they had no clue about this. And you know, are, are they going to change their mind and vote the right way? I doubt it." I doubt, I doubt it. Did they, how many asked you for the gun show loophole? Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I go, you know, you got to change the channel from, you know, you, you know, you got, you can't be going back from MSNBC to CNN because the response is always the same. You got to get up to, you know, I heard this uh, person. I don't know who the person is. I can't know his name. I think it was on channel four. This lady actually said, we need to get off social media. We need to change the channel on your TV. We need to stop listening to social media and news. We're just being controlled by them. And this is a left leaning person. Absolutely. Folks, get off of everything else but Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back (laughs) after this. (laughs) Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Pay 
Come and get them! Hey folks, it's Mulan Lave Saturday with a little bit of Lord of the Flies thrown in there just as uh, because we're we're hearing the flies circle Excremento, California, where all this cruddy bills keep coming from. Um, I have Rick Travis on here. He's a director of development from California Rifle and Pistol Association, CRPA.org. You need to join this group. You need to support this group. He's director of development. If you want to give them money, he will take your call. So CRPA.org. Um, Rick, we've got some terrible bills going on up there. One of them happens to be the gun violence restraining order that just seems to get worse every single day. You want to give us a heads up on that? Yeah. So it's Assembly Bill uh, 2532 that comes out of Assemblyman Irwin, who is just never satisfied with corruption and always wants to take it a tyrannical step further. And what they're doing with this is previously, and this is another one of those, it sounded good at the beginning to a lot of people, and now they're realizing, oops, this isn't good. So the original idea was to help stop that if you knew you had a crazy person next door to you that was going to go off the deep end and maybe do some kind of mass event that you could reach out to law enforcement and stop them from doing it kind of preemptively. What happened was that got a year ago pushed out to any former employee, teacher, um, you know, religious figure, just about anybody could turn you in. But the one thing that held into that that made it somewhat um, still legal at that point, and there was some process was whoever the law enforcement agency was. So a police officer, you know, Smith comes out and issues the GBRO. Police officer Smith had to be involved the whole way with renewing that GBRO or saying, no, this, this turned out to be completely false, which many of these have, um, and you would be out of the GBRO. What this does is it removes that peace officer or person that initially did it and puts it into some faceless person in a court that is just going to use bureaucratic stamping and signing and can keep that GBRO in place for a long time. And what people need to realize is this is just a couple of the weird examples. We've had plenty of ex-boyfriend, girlfriends who, just to get back, turned in a GBRO. We've had plenty of people that I look at you and go, geez, you know, I don't like the way you put your trash cans out. It's not the same way I put my trash cans out. The blue one always goes to the right of the brown one, but you put it in between the brown and green one. Oh, no, you're crazy. You have guns. GBRO gets issued. And there is no defense for the gun owner to say, uh, actually, no, the whole neighborhood knows that you know Gladys Kravitz that's across the street from you has a whack jaw. That's not how this plays out. And so this is a tool that the opposition wants, because then if you speak out as a gun owner, they can just get your guns removed. Yep. Now, we talked the other one about the three for one, and we'll, I'm going to hold that off because this other thing that they're going on up there with the Coastal Commission, this we we talked about in 2012 when they made the Snow to Sands Monument. Everybody was so happy about it. They're like, oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and it controlled the watershed from the Colorado River to the Pacific Ocean across Southern California, this Sands to Snow Monument. Well, if you've ever scuba dived or fished or anything and you enjoyed doing that off the coast of California, few years ago, all of it got sideways, right? And you were restricted from where you could fish, where you could scuba dive if you're spearfishing. 
they restricted like 80% of the coast. You were left with a very, very small area. And that was under the California Coastal Commission, which are basically Nazis. They're the green weenie and viral Nazis. If you, if you don't believe me, just look at their actions. They absolutely are that. Um, they're making a new move now because now that it's part of the National Park Service, who are the official green weenie and viral Nazis, Rick, let me just let you take it from there. Yeah, so Assembly Bill 3030 really is part of an overall structure. And this is, you know, I was one of those people that was not in favor of many of the monuments that went in, like Berryessa, the Sands of Snow, and several others, including the San Gabriels, because I've watched the manipulation by the left to remove humans out of it and basically go to what I've been writing on for almost a decade now, which is the rewilding of California, which means the removal of humanity from the, the natural order. And what we had, what you're referring to, is called the MPAs, the Marine Protected Areas. And so what has happened now in 2020, with our voice being silenced and everything, is the Chumash Nation has asked that all the lands, all the water lands, that go from basically Monterey to Santa Barbara be taken off the list for anybody not in the Chumash Nation to access. So that's you, me, and... Uh, 99.999% of Californians. But it doesn't stop there. A lot of people who don't fish, don't scuba dive, don't um, recreate on the water are like, well, that's good because all the cute little animals have come back and that would be wonderful. But there are some facts that people don't understand. We have more waterfowl in California today than we did in 1776 when, when we became our own nation. Um, we have, we've brought them back a lot of the wildlife to, to levels that never existed without our manipulation of those populations. But here's, here's the little catcher. What the Chumash are pushing for is, well, in order to protect that now protected waterway, you have to protect everything that feeds into it. That's creeks, rivers, you know, streams. And in order to protect those, you have to protect the land that the rain falls on that goes in. So this is a land grab. This is pure and simple what it is. It's designed to be able to push us out even more land. And it won't just affect people that want to hunt. It affects people that want to mountain bike, people that want to hike, people want to do this. We already have people you like jeepers, Feinstein. All you jeepers out there. Right. We already have people like Feinstein, our you know, illustrious senator, and I say that with the utmost sarcasm, who is constantly finding ways to wipe out trails. We've lost so many trail systems here in Southern California, the Cleveland National Forest. It's like 60% of the, the trails have been wiped out and turned back into just wildlife areas. And that leads to problems when it comes to fighting fires because now those trail systems that firefighters could have used to stop these wildfires aren't there anymore. And nobody wants to talk about that. That's one of the reasons these fires get out of control. So. While people sometimes look at this and go, oh, it's Rick, the hunting guy that, that's yelling and jumping up and down, my hunting part might be 5%. The other 95% is we're losing access, we're losing our ability to protect our homes, but more importantly, our ability to protect those lands for future generations. And so the absolute you know, insanity of this is under the guise of protecting wildlife and nature, they're actually screwing up beyond all recognition. Well, yeah, I mean, if you just, if you don't understand what he's saying, when we were growing up here, our mountains, we had these things called um, fire break. If you look up on the foothills, you'd see a, a brown streak that was maybe 50 yards wide. It was cut by a bulldozer. It was called a fire break. 
I think the biggest fire we had through the end of the 70s was about 10,000 acres. Mm-hmm. Now, after that, they quit creating fire breaks because they were worried about the Santa Ana River chub getting some silt in the, uh, in, the, in the river. So they quit doing that for water control purity. And now we have 100, 200. 250,000 acre fires. And then when it rains, the entire front of the mountain shoves into that river and chokes out the river chub. The environmental disasters caused by environmentalists are staggering. It's unbelievable. They don't use common sense in managing the resources, try and restrict human activity, and then let the disasters happen and then blame humans for it. it, it they, they really need to be not managing these things. But you know, they do cute and cuddly little commercials and, uh, you know, you'll see they all gang up together. The, uh, HS, what is it? HSUS. Anyway. Yeah, that's right. Hypocritical society of urban snobs. They, um, will gang up with, with the Sierra club, with all these other leftist organizations. These are not good environmental stewardship organizations. These are leftist socialist organizations insistent on land grabs and pushing you into a city so you can catch COVID-19 and live in a concrete tower like in their favorite country, the Soviet Union. This is These are people who do not have a happy ending planned for you. And you need to realize that. You need to quit funding those sources. Uh, they, they, you know, they, sometimes you see people I'm sorry, have you ever seen those people on TV, their faces? They look like lunatics. They don't look like regular people. The people who support these organizations or the ones who represent the organization. You see them talking on TV and they look like hippies from the 60s. They are hippies from the 60s. This is where they landed. (laughs) And they've never stopped trying to destroy the U.S. Something that I think... Is, is really relevant to this, though, is look to our former Governor Brown, who himself a left Democrat, who said, hey, everybody, realize it's not all those groups that have saved the environment in California. It was hunters and fishermen and sports people that have 99% of the conservation work that's preserved us since the 30s. That's right. We've done the conservation work. They've done the legal work. And that's why they own Sacramento. Folks, Philip Name at Fire Nine Radio, fire9radio.com. We'll be right back. Hi folks, Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. 
I think Conan should add a little bit of black flag to his uh, list of what is good there. If you want to start, stop the Lords of the Flies, you need some black flag. So, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check it out over here at FiringLineRadio.com. I have my special guest, Rick Travis, Director of Development of the CRPA, CRPA.org. You need to contact him. Keep this community funded because these are the guys fighting the good fight. And we didn't even tell you about half of what Sacramento is doing because there's so many, so much other breaking news we need to get to. Also, I have Vince Torres. You need to go out there and buy whatever he has left at Vince Torres, Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo on Riverside, quarter of Brockton and Arlington. And, you know, he does get new shipments in every day. It's just kind of luck of the draw. Get over there and get what you can and buy early, buy often. Um, Riverside. We we went through a change of the sheriff, and I think we have a change of the, the city police chief also, but we right. did a change of the sheriff about two years ago, and, you know, I was I supported the opposition, and Chad Bianco was elected. It was now, just Chad Bianco is the current, yeah, he's the current sheriff of Riverside County, and he said he was going to do a lot of things to improve CCWs. He did them. Uh, he made a lot of promises. He paid them off. I, I cannot believe how much he's actually done. So I have to apologize. I was in the wrong here. Chad has done an amazing job. And his leadership coming in here uh, after curfew in Riverside, I think, was pretty amazing. Vince, you were actually down there. You want to touch on that for me? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Monday, uh, last uh, Monday, when was this whole thing started, uh, they have. They were expecting. They did have sixty uh, five hundred or so um, protesters uh, in downtown Riverside, and um, he had a pretty good force. And uh, uh, I'm talking about Chad Bianco and the uh, sheriff department. He had a good force in downtown. He told uh, our, our our new uh, Larry Gonzalez, our new chief of police here in Riverside that he will take care of the downtown and for him to take care of the outside. And together with the highway patrol, they also shut down the freeway uh, going east and west of the 91 to keep the planners from running in and out. So they did a good job of doing that. Um, of course, then they spread out later on and they were driving around town trying to figure out what stores so well, what, what happened in. after cur- let, let's go back to what happened after curfew because in in the running up to it people were upset over him about uh, talking to people and stuff like that or but but once the curfew happened and he had legal authority to do what he could do what happened right and um so the the writers not the, not the black Lives matter people i'm assuming but the people who are the some tell- some some were i mean look if you're out there and if you're not stopping people from rioting right. you're part of the rioters you're, you're you're right you're right and so then they decided to drive around town and they did loot a couple of places cvs a couple of stores uh down the street from my store they broke into a jewelry <laughs> store but they tried to break into my store because and, uh, they because jewelry matters, right? Into my front door. Yeah. Say it again. Yes. I'm sorry, I stepped on you. Say it again. No, that's fine. They uh, a, a white uh, suburban uh, SUV uh, was trying to bust my front door uh, together with another car right behind, and uh, we have all the lights in my store on, and there was four of us in the building, and we had all you know we had firearms. Uh, the, the local police department come, came by and told us, you know, you guys have to hunker down 
and and be ready because we're expecting, you know, something to happen in the city. Uh, and uh, so we were there with our with our guns, and they tried to ram our building, and then they saw us, and then they decided, yeah, think- well, okay, wrong place to go, and then they kept going down the street. Um, and see, this is the part that people don't understand. The non-gun people don't understand this, is that you really didn't have firearms in your store. No. You had magic wands. <laughs> All you had to do was direct the power of the magic wand in a certain situation, and bad things stopped happening. You know, it, it's it's a magic wand. It's not a firearm. You didn't have to pull the trigger. You didn't have to send any uh, uh, CO2 gases into the atmosphere. All you had to do was let you let them know that there was a magic wand in this presence that could turn them into toads, and they just found somewhere else to go. They destroyed the jewelry store or CVS or some other place without magic wands. Yes. But, you know, you need to have a magic wand. You need to do the uh, practice your Harry Potter spells with it. So if you just have that particular piece of machinery, it's amazing how many bad things don't happen. Here, you had a defensive use of your of with a firearm or magic wand on your property that'll never be recorded. But what saved that? And you're part of a strip mall. If they burn your store, that whole strip mall, everybody's losing their livelihood for the entire thing. Look what you saved just by being there with your magic wand. Right. And there was across the street, uh, the Brockton Arcade area there, where there's also stores there. Uh, there is a, a new uh, tenant there, uh, a lady and her husband, and she has her business there, and her husband owns a security company. He was across the street, and he saw that the vehicle was going to try to ram. He saw all that happening. He came running uh, with his firearm to, you know, help us out if there's anything that happened. Later on, she posted on some kind of social media, if there's anybody out there who is willing to come and, and help protect the Brockton Arcade area. Uh, we will you know, appreciate it. And two or three cars showed up with guys and they all got on the parking lot. So we had a force in this area here and they didn't touch one single building in this area. And uh, again, that's, we also had the a lot of police presence. I got to give it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Magic of the people. With that's the magic arms. of the magic and, wand. Yes. And we had a lot of police presence, too. Every half hour, some kind of law enforcement vehicle, two, sometimes three, kept passing by the front of the store, behind the store. So it was always through the parking lot across the street. So we, I got to give my shout out and, and my respect to Larry Gonzalez and his uh, uh, police department because they really, really, they had everybody working. Detectives, everybody was on the job. They had every dog on the street. So they were really protecting the city of Riverside. And, you know, even then, a couple of little lootings were here and there, but not to the point that some of these other cities just were down. It wasn't going to happen here. And I don't think nothing happened in downtown Riverside. And that's because they made a conscious decision to apply force to a pimple. Yes. And uh, it would pop and then you have no more pimple. And that's the, that's what we started off the show talking about is here you have generations of maggots that have grown into Lord of the Flies and they've never had anybody stand up to them. It's, you know, the schoolyard bully is the worst person in the world till somebody who's, you know, two thirds his size breaks his nose. Mm-hmm. Then he's like, oh. Now he turns into everybody's friend because he finally found his boundaries. You have generations of these maggots that have been raised by the hippies that have 
have no boundaries and they're burning cities. They still have no boundaries. They're, they're occupying cities by force. Now the Occupy Wall Street maggots, uh, they just kind of laid around and pooped on things. But these guys are by force and with barricades and are threatening citizens and law enforcement. You know, this is, we saw what happened to Leroy uh, or Levant Pincus. You know, he was assassinated by, by the police department, shot in the back of the head for driving down the road. These are armed militants, terrorists that have taken over Seattle and everybody's okay with that. Seattle, where are you? You know, sleepless in Seattle. How about, you know, scared, sleepless in Seattle? No, but I'll tell you this. If that would have been, if that would have been any kind of a second amendment uprising, they would have sent down the whole army. They'd have dropped a daisy cutter on us. Yes. Yes. And we are probably the most law-abiding group out there because we want to keep our firearms so we know what to do. We respect the law. This lawless, mm, whatever name you want to pick from the book, you can call these maggots. Uh, they get away with everything. They get away with everything, burning down people. So you had businesses that had, been closed for three months because of the COVID-19. Now they don't even have a building to open. What's, what, what right. are you going to do with those people now? Right. I mean, their, their whole life is destroyed. They've destroyed their own neighborhoods. Folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. You know, we're, we're talking. We need to stand up and, and do not allow this lawlessness to spread. This is absolutely ridiculous. You can check us out at FiringLineRadio.com. Head on down to Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo. Buy whatever Vince has left. Probably a revolver, but a great one. Um, whatever Vince has left. Join the CRPA. Get a hold of Rick Travis over there, CRPA.org. He is the Director of Development. He needs your funds to help fight for your rights so don't be shy it's a great tax deduction in some parts and just get involved i want to thank my special guest rick travis and uh, vince torres for all you guys do and guys thank you very much thank you all right god bless have a great weekend shoot felipe shoot when you have to shoot shoot don't talk The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590, the answer.